if to be rubbed with the holy plant was to receive divine knowledge, it was also to be cured of every sickness. James suggests that anyone, the Christian community who was sick, should call to the elders to anoint him with the oil in the name of Jesus. And that's in James chapter 5, 14. The 12 are sent out among the fellow men, casting out demons and anointing the sick with oil. That's Mark chapter 6, 13. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, we're talking cannabosum. We, I want to continue to talk about this topic so people can understand the significance that this miracle plant, whether you call it cannabosum or cannabis or hemp, the significance that it has had in our human history. And again, the most you know talked about, read, published uh, book uh, is the story of Jesus Christ and the Bible. And again, uh, I just there's so I find it so fascinating all the research I've been doing, and you know, with the Dead Sea Scrolls, and you know, the Gospel of Philip and Thomas, and uh, a lot of this really great context again comes out of the book Sex, Drugs, and Violence and the Bible with Chris Bennett and Neil McQueen. And chapter five talks about the anointed, so I wanted to read a little bit. Uh, about that. It opens up the chapter uh, talking Proverbs 21 20. Uh, there is a treasure to be desired, and the oil is the dwelling of the wise. And it says, From the times of Moses until that of later prophet Samuel, the shaman like Levite priesthood used the holy anointing oil in order to receive the revelations of the Lord. At the dawn of the age of kings, Samuel extended this use to the Hebraic monarchs who would, uh, who with the benefit of this ethogenic inspirations provided by the holy oil led their countrymen possessed by the spirit of the Lord. Anointing was common among kings of Israel. It was a sign and symbol of royalty. In fact, the word Messiah signifies the anointed one. And none of the kings of Israel were styled the Messiah unless anointed. Solomon was anointed with it. Uh, in 1 Kings uh, chapter 139, And some of the other kings and all the high priests with such a quantity of it as it ran down to the skirts of their garments. As recorded in volume 1, after the fall of the Jewish kingdoms, and through the conspiracies of the book of the law, and later, the prophet Jeremiah, the holy oil fell into disuse, as it had become associated with aspects of pagan worship. All agree that in the second temple, there was none of this holy oil, which was probably owing to a notion they had when it was not lawful to make it up. Despite these prohibitions, certain underground sects retained the topical ethogen and continued to practice the older religion of the monarchic period, silently awaiting the return of a king in line of David. And as Matthew Henry wrote, despite the prohibitions of former times, 
providence overruled as evidenced by the better unction of the Holy Ghost in gospel times with a variety whose gift was typified by sweet ingredients so rare and rich as those with the holy anointing oil which was compounded of. So, and it, here's where it says, the ministry of Jesus marked the return of the Jewish Messiah kings and thus the reemergence of the holy oil. If Jesus was not initiated in this fashion, then he was not the Christ and had no official claim to the title. It was only given to those having the crown of God unction upon them in Leviticus 21.20. The Hebrew title Messiah reads in Greek as Christ and translates in English as the anointed. It was through Jesus' initiation by John that he became the Christ or anointed. Now, why do we speak of all this? Again, the most popular book of all time is the Bible. And right now we're talking that transition from Old Testament when the ingredients were given to Moses through the burning bush to have 250 shekels of cannabosum, which as we've proven, when you look etymology and you look at the words and how they're broken down from the original text of Hebrew that we found in the Dead Sea Scrolls, cannabosum is cannabis. And six pounds of cannabis were used in the holy anointing oil that was reserved for high priests of Judaism and kings later on. Then it was, it was outlawed and then Jesus brought it back. And he brought it back not just for the kings, not just for the high priests of Jewish traditions, but he brought it back for everyone. So again, and why is this so important? Because the, the, there's over, you know, there's billions of Christians, right? And could you imagine going to your doctor and saying, I've got a sore knee or I've got arthritis and going to your doctor and say, hey, yeah, just try some of this oil that we've been using since biblical times. It has no side effects. It will help reduce inflammation and uh, just rub it on. Just like when you think, what's the first thing you grab when you have a sunburn? What pops in your head? Aloe vera, right? Aloe vera. <laughs> it helps with sunburns. Well, so does raw hemp, but I bet you didn't know that. We have some, some products that we make for skin treatment to help people with eczema and psoriasis and these awful, you know, um, skin um, ailments that people can't seem to solve. And certainly Western medicine... Uh, it doesn't seem to be doing a very good job, but boy, wouldn't you know, you rub some of this raw hemp uh, cannabosum on these skin irritations, bug bites, scratches, rashes, and sunburns, and wouldn't you know, they go away, is what we hear all the time and what I've seen. So again, the reason I'm talking about this is because these are the facts. I want to share truth. I want you to understand that this plant that has been literally demonized and has been stolen and edited out and censored from humanity, we have to turn the tides. And we're starting to turn the tides, you know, but it's kind of like turning a big cruise ship. Uh, you know, it's, it starts with that, the trim trab where you just get the, you know, you turn the wheel a little bit and the rudder will start to turn. And we've, we've certainly started, but we've got such a long ways to go. There are so many millions of families that are out there that are suffering needlessly that don't know about cannabosum and don't know about plant-based medicine. 
And they're in a, in a healthcare system, a medical system that's failing them. And I'm not, I'm not condoning doctors and nurses or beautiful people that are working day and night doing the best they can, but they're not being educated and they don't have all the tools in the tool belt. And what we're t- I'm talking about here with cannabosum and it dating back to Moses and Jesus is this plant has been in our tool belt, whether it was physical healing, you know, or whether it was emotional healing, as we've seen with it helps, you know, this, this miracle plant helps with, with anxiety and with sleep. I mean, that's emotional healing, right? And, and so, again, I want to read some more from this book. I, I just find it so powerful. I mean, I, look, I've never come, I never knew about this until recently. And I'm sure a lot of you listening right now have never heard anything like this before. And I, and I encourage you to do your own homework and do your own research. And, and I'm, but I'm gonna, as I have. But I'm going to continue to talk about this because I don't know anyone else that's talking about it. I want people to, to talk about it, to talk about how long this plant has been used and how, how important it's been in, in the history of time you know, with us. You know, I'll go on here. In chapter 5 here, it talks about, uh, you know, anointed and unutterable anointings. The so-called sealings, according to Gnostic texts, can be seen as far more literal event than many metaphorical baptisms are referred to. There is water in water. There is fire in chrism. That's the Gospel of Philip. The anointing oil was the introduction of the candidate uh, into unfading bliss, thus becoming a Christ. Uh, Again, we're talking about uh, like the Acts of Peter and the Twelve Apostles, uh, which is older than the New Testament. It's estimated to have uh, recorded in the second century A.D. Jesus given the disciples an ungent box and a pouch full of medicine with instructions for them to go into the city of habitation and heal the sick. Jesus explains you must heal the body first before you can heal the heart. In relation, cannabis has been used since ancient times as a healing ungent, a balm for burns and cuts, and a natural topical antibiotic anointment can be paired from its leaves. Knowledge and healing were two aspects of the same life force. If to be rubbed with the holy plant was to receive divine knowledge, it was also to be cured of every sickness. James suggests that anyone the Christian community who was sick should call to the elders to anoint him with the oil in the name of Jesus. And that's in James chapter 5, 14. The twelve are sent out among the fellow men, casting out demons and anointing the sick with oil. That's Mark chapter 6, 13. The references to the early Christian healings with the anointing oil seem to indicate that Jesus and his apostles uh, began to freely dispense the sacred cannabosum anointing oil that had been previously been under strict enforced prohibition and restrictions uh, restricted its use to the uh, just Hebrew priests and kings. Again, the reason I bring all this up is because I bet you never heard of this before. You know, I, I didn't even know what cannabosum was. I didn't know what it was. And, and then one of the reasons why I didn't know what it was is because... In 360, you know, 367 and in the oldest Greek text, which was the text of the scholars back in those days, 
they changed the word to, to sweet calamus from, from, from aromatic hemp or cane, which is what cannabosum literally translates to, as we've talked about in previous episodes. They changed it to sweet calamus, a marshy plant. And, and which makes zero sense. It does not have any correlation with the two. And so this plant, which was, like I said, we have it dating back 8,000 years to Oriental Medical Journals, you know, helping people with pain and stress and anxiety and all types of, of health ailments. And, and now it gets erased from history, you know, 1,700 years ago. And again, that's why I want to talk about this. Because I want to just have a conversation about how much this plant has been helping humanity. How, how instrumental it has been in helping humans for thousands of years. Because I am doing what I can do. You know, this is my platform to educate, to have a conversation. So that people can try the plant. You know, you can try the plant for free. Uh, we have a, a free website, uh, freemiracleplant.com. And you can just uh, get a, 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 you know, a, a roll-on, a travel roll-on, just pay shipping. And we'll mail it to you. So you can see, you know, bug bites, scratches, rashes. I had a, a little, you know, kind of a, uh, I'm getting up there in age. And there's some, like, some varicose veins. And there was, like, a little, like, um you know, kind of a brown spot starting to show up on my leg. And so what do I do? I just reach for my bedside table and I start to roll it on. And, you know, in a, in a couple days later, you know, they're gone. It's gone. Uh, or, or, you know, reduced to the fact that I can barely see anything. Again, because this plant, this miracle plant, helps our bodies find homeostasis. It helps identify cells that don't belong, right? And so does drinking plenty of good water, half your weight in ounces every day good clean water you know so does sleeping so does exercising so does mindfulness right these are the pillars of you know taking control of your health you are what you eat you are what you think you know and this miracle plant helps speed up the process for our bodies to find homeostasis or balance so whatever the issue is that you're dealing with or a loved one i promise you as a as a man who's seen miracles that this plant will help it will do no harm. Just like the doctors who took the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. This plant will do no harm. In the raw form, this miracle plant works wonders. And again, that's why I'm talking about this incredible uh, insights dating back, you know, 2,800 years to Moses, 2,000 years to Jesus. And to everyday stories that we get to share, we get to witness in our stores out here in, on the West Coast. So again, I'd wanted to thank everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Miracle Plant Podcast, for having an open mind, for doing your own research, for, for trusting your instincts. What makes more sense to you? Using plants to help whatever condition that you're facing whether we're eating them or rubbing them on our skin or using modern medicine for the last hundred years that's been around as they try to figure out ways to pass billion dollar drugs through the FDA to make billions and billions of dollars. Which one sounds more right to you? 
And that's what I encourage you to do is do your own research, but trust your instincts. Food is our medicine. What we eat is what we are. For whatever ailment that you are dealing with or a loved one is dealing with, there is a plant out there that specifically will help heal you. It just happens to be that cannabosum, this miracle plant, is unlike any other plant that's out there because it's the one that communicates directly inside of us in our endocannabinoid system. And that endocannabinoid system helps balance all other major systems in your body and brain. That's why we've seen so many miracles because this plant helps your body find that balance or that homeostasis. And there's even been research out there from Dr. Dr. Ethan Russo stating it's called the endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome that all of these autoimmune diseases that keep popping up like popcorn, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, neuropathy, uh, you know, fibromyalgia, lupus, you know, these conditions that just weren't a part of our vocabulary, but now are. Obviously, the food that we eat is toxic and awful and processed food here. But it's also, he proved that it was a lack of cannabinoids, endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome, that all of these diseases, all of these ailments would be helped and supported and, and uh, you know, you would be, you know, your body would be able to heal faster from these diagnoses uh, if you had more cannabinoids. And cannabinoids are what, that is CBD, cannabidiol or cannabidiolic acid, which is raw CBDA that the plant makes, those are cannabinoids. And when you consume this plant, whether you eat it or whether you rub it on, it helps boost your endocannabinoid system, which helps boost your body's immune system, which helps boost all the other systems in your body. So again, Our mission is to reach a billion people by 2025 about the power of this miracle plant, especially in the raw form. So we need your help. Uh, Please review this. Please pass this podcast on to anyone who's dealing with a health issue. If if you want to try it or they want to try it, go to freemiracleplant.com and get one for yourself to try, to rub this oil on. Just see for yourself. Uh, what this miracle plant can do, especially in the raw form, not heated, not processed, not that pharmaceutical model. You know, this is the way this plant was meant to help you and your loved ones as it's helped me and my loved ones. It's my honor, my blessing to be a part of this healing process dating back thousands of years. And I'm just so excited that I can share the good news with you about this miracle plant. So on the count of three, we say heal the world because that is the mission here at the Miracle Plant Podcast. So join with me as we send out the vibrations and we send out the healing and we send out the love to those that are looking for a miracle that they may find this plant, this miracle plant, and it opens their eyes to the possibility of natural plant-based medicine taking control of their health, starting with this miracle plant. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. Ready? One, two, Three, heal the world. Thanks for swinging by the Miracle Plant Podcast, everybody. Uh, make sure that uh, you rate, review, forward this podcast out. Let's get this message out. Help us be a part of the healing message by, by, by forwarding this podcast out and telling others about it so we can get to that 1 billion people by 2025. So 
Happy healing and be a blessing, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.